Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello, this is Jordan, and we are playing our Star Wars one-shot. I am playing Qual, the Verpine computer hacker. This is Jeff, and I'm playing Sorar Mandul. I am Aaron, playing Rotbur Ella, <laughs> and I am a brawler. I punch things in the face. Yes, you do. And this is Jeremy playing Saf Kidron, and he's <laughs> kind of bummed that no one will gamble with him. None of the Well, once you get to Nalhada, you might find some people. Probably. This is Johnny playing the, the GM and... Zori. Zori. Different character. How can no one remember her name? Uh, because they didn't show her face. Yeah. They showed her eyeball. Come on. They showed right. both eyes. Yes, yeah, they, they showed, showed both, both eyes. eyes. Both eyes. Both and eyeballs. <laughs> Way they too were, much they were nice makeup eyes. on those eyes. <laughs> they were nice eyes, except for the eye makeup was... <laughs> well, if you're only going to show one feature, you better accentuate well, it as yeah, much as true. you can. Just don't worry about the sweat that's inside the helmet. Ignore the fact that all that makeup would be running like yep, exactly. down her face. <laughs> all right. Which would have been cool. That would have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's when she opened up the mask, that's what you saw, and they're like, oh man, this character's intense. <laughs> and who likes her? <laughs> all right. So last time... Some uh, First Order Stormtroopers apparently used you guys to smuggle something. If we're going to be mules, I want to know about being a mule. Right? Well, Saf has no idea about this because he was trying to gamble with a Stormtrooper. Yes. And... I mean, personally, I don't care. I'm just glad we got the order that we were sent to get. We're going to get our payday. Plus four canisters. Plus, yeah. That's you mean three canisters. <laughs> Is one gone already? <laughs> you mean seven canisters. <laughs> <laughs> you find a way from the Star Destroyer. You got on your way down to the land, Nal Hutta. And briefly after you all uh, leave the Star Destroyer, it suddenly goes right back into hyperspace. So it's obvious they came out right behind you, took whatever they wanted, and left. I'm with Roper. I hope that doesn't come back to bite us. So you are to meet a gentleman called Sindar... Tulak. Is that a gentleman? Well, the gentleman. <laughs> Not a human. But a gentleman. What do we know about Sindar? You have know... Have done business with him before? You have not done business with him before. We know he's a gentleman. Yes. Well, by reputation. He is a Solstian that works fairly high up in the Black... Well, what used to be the Black Sun. He is known as a gentleman because he is very courteous to those he does business with, even when he's killing you. Oh. That's nice of him. You were supposed to contact him as soon as you're in the atmosphere. You're going to land in the main city of Nalhada. And he will have attendants meet you at your landing spot to escort you and your cargo to the meeting point. Well, we're in Atmo. Yep. So, you got your directions. So I'm going to get on comms. Zori took care of that. You all land, and immediately after you land, out comes two Twi'leks... And four humans. All in, like, business suits. That's even more frightening. Yes. Yes, it is. Not for me. Oh, are we dressing up for this? I'm a business school dropout. Says it right there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, Saf does have on, on some formal clothing. Then it's, <laughs> it is recommended you put it on then. All right. All right. <laughs> I mean, go well, get... The gamblers would. <laughs> <laughs> Go get dolled up for a meeting. I don't. I do. I even wear clothes. <laughs> I hope so. I'm a giant bug. A, a giant hermaphrodite bug. I put on my flight suit. I got a tie you could borrow. I put a bolo on. <laughs> it's got the head of a little another insect on it. Nice. A praying mantis. I push that up as high as it'll go. And then it kind of makes my antenna kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> so yes, 
three Twi'leks and four humans, all in business suits, and very obviously uh, carrying blast heavy blaster pistols. They're dressed up, but they're still armed. As are we. Yes. And by we, I mean two of us. This is the way. <laughs> He's a Mandalorian. He doesn't change clothes ever. No. <laughs> he does have a fancy ro- um, cape and a not-so-fancy cape. <laughs> yeah. They approach your morning ramp. The Twi'lek says something in Twi'lek. Do you, any of you have languages? Nope. I contemplated it, but I decided nope. to go a different route. Don't have languages. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I have survival and willpower. I got four in knowledge. <laughs> but what will your knowledge? I'm the smartest language person. Yep. Except for Zuri and she's ah, busy. Yeah. Oh, oh wow! God. <laughs> that's a good roll. That's an excellent uh, roll. 18, 22. 22. Hey, that's a magic number. <laughs> All right, you understand what he's saying to you. <laughs> Miraculously. <laughs> huh. It makes sense. You gamble around the place. And... Yeah. Yeah. Business school dropout. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. It's a good thing you understood him because that makes your business life a whole lot easier here now. He says, We are going to board your ship, lay down your arms until we are ready to leave. He says they're going to board the ship and we need to lay down our arms until they leave. Should I just lay down all the way? <laughs> lay down uh, your the, weapons. The weapons, not your actual arms. No, I'll, I'll put it on my chest when I leave. What are they going to do to ensure that we don't need to use said weapons while we're here? Uh, we'd be more than happy to lay down our our weapons. We would like you to um, eat raspberries. Leave yours off of the ship as well to ensure everyone's safety. Unacceptable. These are the terms. These were not the terms as discussed beforehand. But we just, you know, at least one of us gets to carry, and one of you guys gets to carry. That way, they'll be the only two people that die if we start shooting. We are no threat to you. We just want the delivery. Yeah, that sounds great. No threat to us. Well, stop threatening us. <laughs> they, they haven't raised their weapons at all. They're still holstered. Oh, they're, they're holstered? They're holstered weapons. Yeah. Guys, I have, I have some qualms about your plan. <laughs> guys, let's, let's trust them. You know, they're kind of dressed nice. They're not getting blood on those suits. That suit's like... A three, four hundred credit suit? Yeah, it's, it's not a... Is that a lot? Yes. That's, that's a not lot. a cheap suit. This isn't a cheap suit either, so I want to protect it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're not going to get blood on those suits. They're, they didn't come here dressed like that to kill us. How do you know that they're not wearing their murder suits? This is the way. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> that's not all they say, you moron. It is when they want to get their point across. I don't put down my weapons. What if we have them go to their quarters instead of putting down their weapons? It'll make them feel a little bit safer if they can... Be, you know, locked away, away from people with guns. That would be acceptable. All right. Is so that you, acceptable? You can go to your Is quarters. Well. acceptable? <laughs> 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 right. Instead of putting down your weapons, you can go take your weapons with you and go to your quarters. Listen for the alarm if anything and funny leave, starts going and down. And leave who out here? I'll take them. Me and the bug. Qual would prefer that you use Qual. Me and them. Seth shakes his head. He's like, "All right, fine." He starts taking off his weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go back to your quarters? Oh yeah, I go back to my quarters. Don't okay. you have a holdout blaster in your boot that you didn't take put there? No. Right, he t- <laughs> t- put, lays down his heavy blaster, reaches into the, the sleeve of his uh, coat, pulls out the force pike, <laughs> <laughs> reaches into his back pocket, takes out a grenade, puts it down. Shrugs. Alright, so all of everybody's right there takes off disarms, basically. Yes. The four humans walk up the ramp. The Twi'leks stay outside. They uh, ask you show them to the spice so they can examine it, verify its quality before they take it off the ship. I'll take them back there. Is Zori staying with the... With yeah, the... she's staying in the cockpit doing other stuff. Okay. Doing Zori things. Does anybody else want to come with me with these guys? Sure. Well, we'll qualitatively go. Well, we need somebody to stay here to keep an eye on the guys off ship. <sighs> Why don't you, Qual, stay here? Fine, I will stay here with the boring suit people. Yeah, take the four humans, me and uh, Seth. Seth. You escort them back. Now, I'm going to give you a chance here. How many canisters are there? Eighteen. <laughs> Good answer. That was a full load. That was a full load. All right. They uh, examine. They scan each 
individual canister, probably 18 of them. Takes them 15, 20 minutes. And they said, okay, we're good to go. Open the open the loading bay. Combat up the Zori ship is up the landing bay. And they start pushing the carts out. Have we gotten paid? Not yet. Remember, they're escorting you and the cargo. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right. To Sindar. Yeah. And as they leave the ship, they say, you may retrieve your weapons. That's good to know. They just said while they're on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you guys going to come back so we can go meet Sindar? You're coming with us. Should we let the rest of the guys know that we're going to go? Well, he would know because the Twi'leks are right there where he's watching. Oh. So, uh, Saf would right there by the comms since he comes yeah. up to Zori. He's like, uh, we're all going to meet Sindar. Okay. Anybody who's coming. Be there in a minute. We can have weapons. I walk out. <laughs> you don't walk around now unarmed. No. I'm sure we don't walk around anywhere unarmed. No. They, they wait for you, everybody, to gather up with them. And they say, follow us, please. They load everything onto the small cargo carrier. I ask you to please step on board the ship. The Twi'leks get on board with you and the humans stay behind. And the ship takes off. Have I been on this kind of ship before? No, but there's nothing special about it. It's very old. So there might be something you don't recognize, but it's unlikely technology's new to you. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and spend the time on the trip just thoroughly inspecting all okay. of the all of the equipment panels and the, the readouts and everything like that. There, it's a droid piloting the ship. Ooh. You leave the city proper, and you go out over the countryside. As you're flying, you... you out in the countryside, it's one of the few grassy areas on the planet. A opening just opens up in the middle of the field, and the ship goes down inside of it. The ship lands. Twi'lek stands up in twilight says, follow us, please. I motion the other guys. We're moving. This way to Zendar, and they uh, take you to an office. You see a Solstein sitting behind a desk. Paperwork everywhere. Roll your perception. Oh gosh. Perception. Nine. Ten. Six. Thirteen! <laughs> I win the perception roll! <laughs> it's not like you were gambling. <laughs> None of you notice anything other than the Solstein sit behind the desk and the Twi'leks stand to either side of you. Can I sense any electromagnetic frequencies coming in and out of this area? Like transmitting in and out? Mm-hmm. No. Ra- electromagnetic frequencies in the area? Tons. Nothing transmitting in and out of the room. Okay. Solstian looks at each of you, focuses on the two in the suits. I'll do business with you two. The rest of you, please enjoy a lunch. You're excused. The two in business suits staying with the Solstian. The rest of you are being escorted by the Twi'leks. As you turn around, the three of you, you see two autocannon droids in either corner of the room. Hmm. That doesn't look fun. And Twi'leki says to you, please follow us. They start walking. You, do you understand that? They, they, they wanted you guys to follow them. Go with them. Oh. And they just lead, they lead you out into the hallway and they start taking you down to another room. And Zori's going with him? Yes. Okay. Zori's going with him. Just them. me and you. Double or nothing. <laughs> Double or nothing. <laughs> this, this guy's going to be broke by the time we exit the room. Or you will. <laughs> Possibly. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't get to where he's at by being stupid. <laughs> so, for those of you going to lunch, the Twi'leks take you to a room. On the table is just a, a spread of various forms of food for various species. Of appetites. So this this Sindar character is known to be a gentleman. Yes. How appointed is the room? Are we talking like linen tablecloths with full silverware? Well, it's it's not luxurious, but it's very nice looking. It's professional. It's it's an office. You know, there's a, a butler standing by the door, and he greets you in basic. Please enjoy yourselves. If you have any requests, I will be happy to accommodate to the best of my ability. A separate room to eat in peace? Yes, yes. Um, we have encountered Mandalorians before. We do have such accommodations. Thank you. I need fungus to eat. Right away, sir. And also make sure that it's turned into a bit of a slurry because I don't have any teeth. 
Not a problem. And he actually he points you to a section of the table where there is such dishes. Fungal paste. Mm, try the grace up. It's delicious. <laughs> Don't believe us. Ask the dishes. <laughs> this one speaks bocce. <laughs> he escorts the Mandalorian to a separate room and says, your food will be delivered shortly. Thank you. All right. Back to the two negotiators. I don't think that's the best description of this. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is going to go all right. I think, I, think, I think we might come out of this ahead. <laughs> that's why you're doing the business in the first place. <clears throat> right. So. Right. Just, I wouldn't try to screw him over too much. No, no. So, as we discussed, I'm ready to pay you 45 credits per caster. Excuse me, what? 45? 45. 45,000? Per you, canister? What you were saying? No. He leans forward, pushes his uh, fingers together. We are entering a negotiation phase. I am offering you 45 credits a canister. That's not a negotiation phase. That's called extortion. That's theft. What is your counter offer? I gave it. I mean, if you, if you want, if you want that forty-five thousand. Let's, let's, yeah, apples to apples. Forty-five thousand. You're you're willing to undercut us that much? We'll over overcharge you that much. Or do you want to really negotiate? What's your real offer? Well, your business. He's got business. He got business. All right, well, I got business. business. Well, your business knowledge. I, I've got bargain too. So we, yeah. we, 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 we'll get to that one next. But. Oh my gosh! I've been rolling so well. <laughs> oh gosh! I got a ten. Time for the roll with six dice. All right, with your business knowledge, <laughs> you know that the actual like what he's actually negotiating is your transportation fee. Yeah, he's willing to pay you for the spice. Okay. That's not a negotiation. That's not negotiation. Yes. That's already agreed upon. Yes. So now we're trying to. That's why know, he, well, he phrased it the way that as agreed upon. Okay. I will now pay you forty-five per canister, okay. which is still really low. Right. How's one hundred and fifteen sound? All right. Well, your bargain. And he is actually going to pipe up, and then he says, "But before that, you got to factor in. We should get some hazard pay along with this, keeping this shipment clean." From first order entanglements. So I, th- I think that should be 135. 135? Oh, come on! I'm not rolling well today at all. Gosh. 11. 11? Alright. I will give you 50. He does the whole high low thing yeah. with his hands. It's like, you started with 45. Our counter offer is 135, and you're willing to jump to 50? 50. Just 50? 50. He rolled a 27 on his bargaining, so. Okay, we'll take your 50. And while we're at it, we'll tell everyone in the system what we got for this. Do you really think any shipper is going to do business with you after that? Oh, that will not be a problem. Do you understand who we are? Yes. They're an organization that does not like the First Order. Correct? There's many of those. Yes. I'm letting you know that our fee for keeping this clean from first order entanglement is 135. If you want to cut that to 50, you don't get that option, that service from us. It looks to me like you've already protected it from the first order, and it's already in my custody. Should we tell him? About the canisters or about the Star Destroyer? Which one? I mean, either. Your involvements with the First Order do not bother me. What about the First Order's involvement with those canisters? Inconsequential. Wow, you must have some really big ones to think that the <laughs> any dealings with the First Order is inconsequential. I mean, there was a Star Destroyer right outside of the atmosphere. Happens from time to time. Did you know that they handled your precious canisters? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They may have. Again, the product is clean. Okay. I mean, we're still going to negotiate a little bit, and we're not willing to accept the 50. That's very low. You think 135 is too high, so let's bring it down to 130. How about that? Well, you're bargaining again. (laughs) (laughs) Come on! 12. 12. He's got six in bargaining. 
a lot more than 12. <laughs> that's 12 there, and I still have three more dice here. I'll tell you what. Gamble you for it. Well, and what exactly is the wager? My cut. So everything that I would get from this run versus accepting our offer of 130. Okay. I'll do it. Hold on. You said force points work the same as... So you can use a force point to double your dice. I don't have any force points. Yeah, you do. You start off with one if you... Oh, everybody does? Everybody starts off with one. If you're forced to, you start off with two. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I thought I didn't know anybody yeah. else had it. I thought I was the only I, one that had no. a Saf was going to be like, hold on, hold on. I, I'll, I'll no, make this Because work. everybody <laughs> can tap into the force in a situation of dire need. Now, if this were a campaign, I would recommend you against it because you have to do something heroic with your force point in order to get it back. Oh. Otherwise, you'd lose it. But since this is a one-shot, eh, do whatever you want. Kind of a gambler is the man. I, mean, I guess the question is, have I heard that he's a gambler? You have not heard that about him specifically? I'm using my force point. Okay. My force point. Using your force point. Double your dice. Yeah. yeah. 22, 25, 26. Just barely. I just barely? Or you, you just, just barely? barely. He sits back from your uh, quick round of... Rock, paper, scissors. Sabacc. <laughs> <laughs> He pulled out a Sabacc deck and he plays that. Okay. He says, congratulations, you have your 130. Thank you. It was wonderful doing business with you. I agree. Please join your friends for lunch, enjoy yourself, and we will uh, get you your money. With that, we'll take a quick break. At NerdStocking.com, we have explosions. We've got beautiful women, tropical locales, fast cars, money giveaways. Do you want a new TV? Just listen and you'll get a free TV. You want a DeLorean? You listen twice, we'll give you a DeLorean. Uh, Chad? We can't afford any of that. What do you mean? It's too expensive. Well, what are we supposed to do then? We just talk. Nerdstocking.com! Subscribe now. Or else. Welcome back. We now have our four individuals in the at the conference table eating some lunch, and the Mandalorian is in a separate room. Jerk. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> nope. He doesn't want to watch me eat fungus paste. What is the world coming to? The two of you join the rest of them in the uh, room, and uh, Zuri t- says, "So, what'd you settle on?" One thirty. One thirty per canister. Not bad, not bad at all. Considering he was offering forty-five to start with, he always starts low. That's not low. That's an insult. It's business. So while you all were negotiating things back on the ship, I set up our next run for us. Is it with someone who's a little bit more ethically dubious? It's a paycheck. I just want to know. Is the people who want to shoot me also want to eat me? Let me get this straight. You want to be eaten? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Quell does not want to be eaten. <laughs> Dipped in chocolate and rolled in cinnamon sugar and mock crispy and crunchy. Where are we headed? We are headed. Don't say Camino. Don't say Camino. Don't say Camino. We're not going to Camino. Good. Just go. <laughs> Is that where they want to eat you? You don't want to go where the cloners are. Then you'll never know which of you is real and which of you is Qual. Wait. Are you saying you're a qu- clone Qual? <laughs> or that you were cloned? Both? So you don't know if you're real. Original. So where are we going? We're going to the Boonta system. It's 60 parsecs from here. We should be able to get there in two minutes. We just had the new Abrams drive installed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's an amazing piece of technology. <laughs> and what are we transporting? Please be fungus paste. Please be fungus paste. Oh, it's not fungus paste. <laughs> Don't make it. We will never Don't be transport cool. quantities of fungus paste. Again. We're- Yes, that we don't talk about that. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> yeah, it was bad times. We are going to be tra- transporting some droids. I've been told they were deactivated, but we're going to, to double check. 
Activate droids. Understood. Do not activate droids. Absolutely activate droids. Gotcha. We might have to leave Qual behind on this one. No! That's a small price to pay. <laughs> but he is good at what he does. He is good at what he does. He can double check that all the droids are actually shut off. Yeah, I can't do that. Not all any of us can do that. <laughs> He's the only one of us that can do that. Fair enough. Are we going to have droid inhibitors on them? Restraining bolts, yes. So they can't just turn themselves on? Correct. Now, here's the other little bit of unpleasant information. These are Clone War era battle droids. They still exist? Some of them. There's people that collect them. And that's who we're delivering to. How many are we delivering? Five. Oh. I was thinking like 20 of these things. Uh, yeah, that's what I, I was, was like... thinking. I'm like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> no, wait, wait. I've got several bad feelings about <laughs> yeah. this. 20. Well, 20 of them. 20 bad feelings. Well, 20 bad. Well has 22. Qual <laughs> <laughs> must ask. Are these droids, are they the standard Roger Roger droids? Or are they <laughs> droid decas? Or are they the trooper droids? Or are they like the the drone fighter droids? The information I was given is there's two droid decas. A buzz droid. That one's the one that frightens me. That's Zuri saying? Yes. Yeah. The rest are standard troop droids. What's the cost for the run? Is it worth it? Uh, we'll make a profit. I mean, profit, like, healthy? We're, we are not paying anything up front for the droids themselves. That price is being handled outside of us. Nice. So we're strictly transportation? We're strictly transportation on this one. And the negotiated price has been uh, 27000 for the transportation costs. So we're making a healthy profit because this is not a far run. Yeah. In the future, can we get, like... That's the know. only reason I'm willing to take that buzz droid on board. Can we get hazard pay wrapped into these in the future? <laughs> I think uh, Saf had a great idea in that office back there. Yeah, any first order entanglements should be a standard fee that gets tacked on. Be nice if we get to do that. Let's uh, pick up these droids and get going. These are the coordinates in the city now that you need to go to. Wait, the droids are here? The droids are here. Oh, yeah. I negotiated picking up a delivery here to go somewhere else. That's, that's a good negotiation for that price. But we're still on Alhada. Yeah, yeah. The the hazard pay sounds pretty good. <laughs> Again, twenty seven thousand for a sixty parsec run. How long is it going to take for you to get to these coordinates? Not very long. It's, the city's only so big. So, I mean, is there a time to find a spot to make a little extra cash? Possibly. Are we outside of Sindar's? Uh, like, right now you're still in the base. So he'll have to transport you back to the ship. But as soon as you tell him you're ready to go, he'll send you back. We'd send word that we're, we're ready to go, right? Yeah. Okay. The two Twi'leks come back, lead you back to the transport, and take you right back to your ship where the four humans are there waiting. After we get back, I'm going to say, is there a place that you think we could sell these extra canisters? We have? That's what I'm thinking about. Or do we want to wait until we're off planet, away from Sindar, in case he finds out that we can Yeah, that's true. There's a whole uh, galaxy out there. Or not <laughs> sell them, but gamble with them. We not make more money that way. No, 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 no. Not sell them. Use them. <laughs> you see the Mandalorian over there trying to use the Force on you. You will give me the canisters. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, can... we can make extra money. How do you use spice? Is it... It goes on fungus paste. <laughs> I mean, is it, it can. Like, injected, smoked... Yes, Eaten. it's ingested. Yes, any of the above. Okay. Probably would be best eaten, because I always imagine spice to be like Arrakis spice melange, and yeah. that was specifically either eaten or breathed. So like spice brownies. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, like the structure of it, I've always imagined to be like similar to saffron and structure. <laughs> I don't want to bring it next time for our snack. <laughs> <laughs> spice, spice brownies, brownies. not <laughs> saffron, cinnamon... Christmas brownies. Pumpkin spice brownies, maybe. Yeah. You already brought something pumpkin spice. Every single time we've been meeting in the past months, four months. Three months, four months. <laughs> that, is, Fall. that is true. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. You two want to go do some with the canisters. Do you want to go with the Mandalorian? No, not yes. here. Not here. Not here. I want to see the doom that waits us. 
No, no, leave, leave mine alone. Your what? My canister. I mean, you have a canister? Well, we got enough for each of us to have a canister. Fair enough. Each of us have a canister of spice. Add that to your inventory. <laughs> <laughs> what, canister of spice? In my backpack? Check. Obey! <laughs> so when two of us On walk out everything. here with considerably more cash than you guys, don't come complaining to us. I'm okay My fungus place is going to be off the chain. It's my cut. Let's go look at the droids. Uh, they're going okay, to give droids. me a minute. <laughs> I go and get some of my cut. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it into that canister. Is it like vacuum sealed like a really nice coffee bag? Yes. Yeah. Is is Zuri staying on the, the ship? The best part of waking up is addiction in your cup. <laughs> As they're walking off the ship, Sav's going to be like, so, uh, Zuri, Sabah? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You have two hours before they should be back. Have fun. In other words, she's giving you permission to go find the gambling den. And I, I kind of have to, because I'm an addict. <laughs> Sav, is, as they're walking down the ramp, is like, so, do you want to team up? Do you want to run the uh, Lonely Gentleman play again? Sure. You be the gentleman? I was last time. Fine, I'll be the Lonely <laughs> Gentleman. <laughs> Real weird. <laughs> So, you two, you uh, make your way, you start making your way to the coordinates, I should say. Uh, roll your perception. Uh, I hate that number. <laughs> it's not even a number. When, how, how many dice do you have in perception? Three. Three. Oh, oh my oh. gosh. Well, Three plus one. You tripped on and fell on your face. I rolled a four. <laughs> wow. Can we go with my second roll? <laughs> what was your second roll? Twelve. Okay, we'll go with your second roll. After you fell and hit your face... No, 11, sorry. As you were climbing up, you notice a shadowy figure uh, ducked back behind a corner right behind you. Oh, dang. I think we're being tailed. But I don't have one. I think we're being followed. <laughs> you got a large lung capacity for a <laughs> Why does everybody call Koala Buck? Because Quell is a bug. Quell is not a bug. Burbine. Didn't call you him or her. Good. Learning. <laughs> Do you want Quell to call you giant metal can? That's, that's the way you view me. I don't care. Notice I use your name, though. Your name is hard to pronounce for somebody with no teeth. That's fair. For someone with teeth. <laughs> it's hard to pronounce. <laughs> but I will tell you this. Your helmet's macro binocular settings, they're off. They need to be adjusted. They're phasing out too much. Hmm. How would you know? The electromagnetics. Oh. Well, I'm not taking it off. I never said you should. I'm just saying that you're not getting a full picture. Reaches up and adjusts it. You said you think you're being tailed. What are you going to do about it? Ignore it? Keep yep. going. Ignore it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and draw my blaster because this is Nalhata. Okay. And then I'm going to ignore it. Because there's shadowy figures everywhere because right. it's Nalhata. Yes. If there wasn't a shady place in the galaxy, there is now. <laughs> Nalhata is like not the home planet of the Huts, but it's where they prefer to live. Uh, they, their home planet is actually called Narshada. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's not their home planet, right. but it's where they prefer to live. That's why after they conquered it, they renamed it. Now Huda is home of the hut. So anyway, for our listeners, this is why we don't actually do Star Wars very often. Because we geek out about it? Yeah, like because <laughs> the lore is a little strong with this, these ones. Anyway. Coordinates. Place. Go. Find them? Find them, we must. <laughs> you head to the coordinates. Are we ta- do we arrive at a warehouse? It's, a- it looks like at one point in time, this used to be a storefront district. Now, but it's, now it's filled with gaming stores and blood plasma donation centers. The specific door you go to says it used to be a bakery. Alright, into the building we go. Checking over my shoulder as we get into to see if that shadow is still following. Well, perception. You see somebody that looks like the approximate shape and size. I pull out my blaster and shoot it. Alright, roll blaster. Now it's 
60 plus one. Oh, nice. And twos. Oh, oh my gosh, there we go. Oh, oh my gosh, there we go. You definitely hit. 34 plus how many? You hit Zori. <laughs> On the ship. <laughs> now he doesn't have Jordan's gun. No, yeah, the one my, gun, <laughs> my gun has a range, far range of a kilometer Four, and a half. Oh, yeah, you can. 35. Click. 35? Alright, you hit. <laughs> Roll damage. Isn't that like on the her heroic it's levels? 40s heroic. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh. You just used it all up. Oh, Jeff. That's it's not this bad. Is still my, my sweet summer child, you have returned to us. As <laughs> <laughs> uh, 11... 14. <clears throat> Alright. He uh, falls down, but then he slowly starts to get back up. And he's firing back at you. How far away is he? He's uh, 20 yards. So... Oh, that's in range. Murder him. Let's not, solve this problem. Not in range enough to like stab him. No. Yeah. Stabbing is it way too. It, technically, it's a it's low moderate distance, which he just hit. What you unless you're doing the dodge? Are you dodging? I'll absorb the hit. Strength plus armor. Strength plus armor. My armor is one D plus something. One D plus two. Yeah. Oh! Barely. You get three more than me. Plus your pluses. Yeah. Fourteen. So Versus eight. So, yeah. No damage. Alright, I'm going to blast him in the face again. Well is very interested in finding things to hide behind. Uh, <laughs> Twenty-one. You hit. And then 5D damage. Come on. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Always on damage. Oh, well. Oh, yep. Yeah, well, all right. You, you got it. So, oh. I mean, for a game where you have just like you get? one 12. set of polyhedrons, 12? 12. you got to find some ways to spice it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't uh, fire back, he kind of runs into the shadows. I would like to hide behind a trash can. Okay. And then I would like to like shoot. Like the bug you are. Okay. He's I'm going to go to the shadows that he's hiding in to find him. I'm going to shoot you. Oh, by accident. I'm sure of it. Jeff, roll me 2D. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jeff. So you're firing at the where he was standing because he's in the shadows. Right, I'm now. firing at the closest approximation that yeah. I think I can figure out. 14. You missed. And you head over to the shadows. Yep. And unfortunately, your uh, infrared vision and your helmet is not working properly. Oh, man. I told you. <laughs> you didn't say it was my infrared. I don't know the technicalities of this. Qual only has a very limited band of knowledge. So, you walk over there. You can roll your perception to see if you can see him. 11. He's hiding, not very well. You, pretty sure you see him. I call out to what I'm pretty sure to see. What are you doing? Oh, it's one of those. I blast him because I don't understand what he's saying. From a new hope. I personally am very excited to see a Cubat, but. Paul is not, because no. Kubats eat bugs. Yes. looking. You had to bring up being 20, eaten. 29. You hit. Yes. <laughs> 5D to damage. Twenty. Yep. Body falls down dead. I walk to the, back to the building where we were. <laughs> I'm just leaving him there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's now Hoda. Eh, it's now Hoda. It's Chinatown. <laughs> Is that the name yeah. of the episode? Eh, it's now Hoda. <laughs> she's my sister. She's my mother. She's my sister. No, she's my daughter. So you go back to the building. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm going to go check out the body. Okay. Because I heard, I heard the... <laughs> and Paul is intrigued. 
You head over to the body. As I see him pass, I'm like, what are you doing? He might have chips on him. Might have computer parts. Oh, fine. Go for it. Alright, so yeah, you see a dead Kubat's laying on the ground. Okay. Search the body in true munchkin fashion. <laughs> and then I'll mutilate it. Uh, eight plus one, nine. Nine? Yeah, you don't find anything of significance at all. It does not have any credits on it. Only thing it has on it, on this person, it's wearing a hooded cloak and last year shooting down with. No, no puck or anything like that? Nope. Bounty hunter puck. It's like yeah. a little poly- holographic thing. I'm going to take the cloak. Okay. Because nothing looks funnier than a Burbine cloak. A walking stick wearing a cloak. Yep. It's a little baggy, but hey, it, it'll hide my highly illegal gun. Yes. So you're going to find the droids. Two of you looking for a gambling den to pull the lonely gentleman. <laughs> I didn't know we were actually going to play this out. And I definitely don't know how to pull it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the lonely gentleman is. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you two walked into it. Oh my god. Tell <laughs> oh. <laughs> that the group is broken. Uh. So no, you find a, a gambling den called Hutch Revenge. This sounds promising. I agree with that. So give me 15 minutes and then make your entrance. Okay. Are we still dressed up? Yes. 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 <laughs> Suit up. You walk in, it's your uh, standard low life gambling den. You know, definitely no high rollers in here. 10 minutes there will be. <laughs> How much money do I have on? Probably carrying around five to 600 credits. Okay. I can work with that. Whereas, you know, the average person would probably carry around 50, 60 credits. Anybody that looks... What is the what is the highest, you know, someone that looks like the highest roller in the place? Is there anybody that's being paid special attention to? You know, anybody that's kind of being catered to by the bar staff? Um, nobody stands out in that regard. There is one table where there seems to be a lot of action going on. Okay. You just see a crowd and like a lot of cheering and stuff going on at this table. You walk over to it. It's a dice game. And you can't see who's throwing the dice until you get up on the table. And you see this guy. Oh, throwing the dice? Throwing the dice. Kalumi? Kalumi. Okay. It's a little brain looking thing with a huge head <laughs> and big eyes. Yes. So, there's a Kalumi at the table throwing the dice. And every time he throws, he uh, seems to come up with a winning roll. Roll your gambling. I just want to see how familiar you are with this particular game. Oh. Okay, yeah, you're, you're familiar with it. 1620. Yep. There's three dice that you throw, and depending on which combination you roll, determines how successful you are. Two of the dice are six-sided, one of them is eight-sided. I'm going to approach the table. Okay. And put 200 credits down against his winning roll. Okay. He rolls the dice, and you lose. And the Kalumi looks at you and shakes his head and burbles in whatever his native tongue is. You can roll with languages. I'm not going to get it this time. There's no way I can get that toy throw. Oh my gosh! Yes! <laughs> I have a knack for languages, it appears. <laughs> you do. 18, 22, 26. All right, you understand that. <laughs> Amazingly <laughs> enough. That's awesome. He says, I'm sorry, my friend. Let me know if you want to turn at the dice. And he prepares for his next roll. No, go for it. Uh, I'm, oh, my God. I'm just done? here to, you know, have a, have a, have a drink. You know, maybe, maybe win a little. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll just watch your next couple throws. Very well. And he looks over at the uh, dealer at the table and throws in a few chips and throws the dice. He wins, but it's not as good of a win. 
though. You know, there's different levels of winning, of course. And he keeps going a few more rounds. And he is, is he winning every single or he he loses like one out of eight. Okay, but overall he's coming out way ahead. Well, then I'm gonna start betting on him. So Sap comes over. And you just, you walk over. You... Yeah! yeah! And everybody seems to be winning money off this one guy. Every round he holds up the dice, see if anybody else wants a turn. Everybody's winning money. So who? What are the bets like? Is everybody? betting for him everybody's betting for him but if you're not the one rolling your uh, your winnings aren't as great right whereas if you bet against him and he lost you would win everything he bet plus double your money and he sits down and he offers you the dice right away no, I'm gonna feel the table out for a second he whatever his language is and just there's the dice again Every time he loses, one or two people walk away, and when he wins, a few more people come over and join. So there's, there's, I mean, is there a healthy amount of money flowing at this table right now? There is. Can I roll perception to see if I've noticed a pattern about his winning and losing streaks? I'm going to do the same thing since I was watching the table. I would roll your gambling for that. So would, it's like I'm counting the dice? Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, that is part of gambling, is knowing how their odds of things. Man, you were on fire. No, because I only got... 12 on 4 Yes, die. but you're still your wild die. 15. Or 20. You, you notice every time he, before he rolls the dice, it looks like he's analyzing the lay of the table. I have no idea what to do with this lonely gentleman thing. So I'm going <laughs> to toss something out there. Um, the next time he offers up the dice, um, Saf is going to actually take that invitation to take the dice. Since this is a one-shot, I'm going to use uh, force points on these rolls. <laughs> okay. So, he throws the dice, he wins again, and, he's like, and he offers it up to anybody who wants them. And Sap kind of shrugs his shoulders, straightens his jacket, and is like, <coughs> holds out his hand. He gladly hands you the dice. Okay. And he, um, he, he looks at you and waits for you to get ready to throw the dice before he makes his wager. Okay. The idea with, I guess, the lonely gentleman <laughs> would be, especially with this game, to wait until whoever's rolling has built up like a substantial winning streak yeah and then the other person kind of sensing out when the next roll is going to be bad get everybody on the table wagering for the person rolling and then that person wagers big against them yeah I like that idea that makes sense with this game so the goal is so now that everybody's kind of betting yeah to get everybody to bet for the person (coughs) rolling and then have the one person Bet against. huge against them yeah. and then collect. Then you are the lonely gentleman <laughs> yeah. making the, the raw, what looks like the wrong bet. Yeah. So, how do we want to work this? Alright. Yeah. So, this is what we're going to do. Because like I said, I want to yeah. try and build up a... We're going to do three rolls with an eight-sided die. So, like we're rolling the actual game. Um, I rolled two d6s and one d8. Okay. I have no idea what I'm rolling now, but... Let me, let me explain this, my, my thinking here. There would be a low winning roll is what that would be. Because you, your eight-side die and your six-side die match. If okay. all three were separate, it would be a losing roll. Okay. And if the two six-side match, it's a winning roll. And if all three of them match... It's like jackpot. Yeah, jackpot type of thing. I kind of like this game. I'd play it. Yeah. Well, the idea of the Lonely Gentleman is not to be how much, but to ensure a win or a loss. Yeah. So at yeah. this point, rolling the gambling roll is doing nothing for us in this play. Correct. So how about this? I'll let you use your force point on the dice themselves for the game. Okay, so okay. I would double so, the dice and yeah. I get to pick which dice I want to use? Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah, all right. Sense. Yeah, so... Since you use a force point for gambling, which typical game you would never do, but... No, that's, that's true. Unless you wanted what a dart. Yeah. <laughs> Double your gambling hole. We'll just see what you get. And I'm betting for him. Yeah. And there will be a vocal cue as to when the person rolling thinks their, their streak is at an end. Okay. You got two sixes. I have two sixes. And two or four, whichever one is better at this point. The four. The four. Okay, yeah. so that would be the first roll. Yep. So. All right. So this is. That's your winning roll. Is is a moderately winning. Yes, yeah, moderately okay. winning roll. All right. So now you have to decide whether you want to use force point now right. or wait for the last one. And then pick a absolute losing roll for the last one. 
I'm going to use a regular roll okay. in. Regular roll? I'm betting for him again. Yes. <laughs> as soon as you decided not to, I knew that was going to happen. I know. All right, so you lost. You can still go another round or two if you want. You know, some people are betting for you. Some people are betting against you. You haven't been on a streak like... All right, well, so. the idea is to keep I know, going until keep going. Ha- until they I have a streak and people are betting for you. I know. Let's do two more rolls. Okay. Let's see what we get. Oof. Yeah, there you win. go. That's a win. win. It's cl- and I'm assuming this yeah. is closer, so yes. this would be a bigger win. Yes. Okay. All right, so it's a bigger win. There's another one. There's another one. Decent win. Okay. Okay. So you're on the streak now. People are actually betting on you. Betting on, okay. So. Saf is going to grab the dice one more time from the dealer. It's like, I don't know, gentlemen, I think I'm on a pretty big streak right now. All right. I'm waiting. And as he gets ready to throw, I'm going to throw in one last bet against. Against? How large a bet? How large a bet? All of it. All of it? Everything I've earned over the past couple hours... Digging money out of my pockets. All right. So at this point, pretty decent winning streak. Most people are betting for you. Is anybody betting against other than... No. No? Okay. Oof. Four, six, one. What I'll use. That's a losing one. Unless you want to screw me over. <laughs> no. Because he bet against himself also. No? No, you didn't bet against yourself no. also. Oh. I bet four. I bet four. If there were other people that were betting against, I might have. Yeah. <laughs> Just to win the most out of it. But, yeah, so I lose and lose it all. So, oh, I so mean, you get basically, you get, you get everything. You get triple the amount you bet. All right. Because of how many other bets were on the table. Because he still has to make some money. So we walk out of there That's with. still a good win. It's yeah. a very good win. So you basically walk out of there with 1,800 credits. So we're walking out with 1,200? Profit. 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 Okay. Yeah. For a couple hours. And yeah, and Saf is going to be hanging his head in shame. He's like, that tapped me out. Going to turn to the Kalumi. Hand the dice back. Off the dice back to him. He takes the dice and bows back to you. He bows and sits there for another couple throws. And Kalumi throws. He loses the first two he throws and then he starts winning again. And he heads out. All right. <laughs> and then I, I, I announce that I'm quitting while I'm ahead. And... We'll uh, pick up the droid search uh, next episode. Thank you for listening to Bone Growers Theater. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.